Hello, and welcome to BCBO Daily. It is Wednesday, June 23rd, and I'm your host, Dan Murch. We are almost to the middle of the week again, people. It is Wednesday. Some point today, we're going to be at the middle of our week and start that downhill slide towards Friday. It has been a busy, jam-packed week so far. Today is going to be the same. But overall, again, nothing too crazy, nothing I couldn't deal with. Came up yesterday, had a really good, productive day, got a lot of stuff done. Looking forward to today. I have a lot of stuff on my plate, so let's just jump right into it. Today is going to be a little bit more of a technical podcast. Had a conversation yesterday with a potential client, and this is something that comes up all the time with potential clients where they contact us for doing cleanup work, as we like to call it. Say they've been doing the books themselves, and now it's tax time or whatever the case may be. They've decided they need to get things cleaned up because their books are just out of order. Mm. Nothing's making sense. They can't reconcile, whatever the case may be. It does come up every once in a while with our existing clients, the ones that kind of still do the work themselves on a day-to-day basis. And we're just there as consultants. We're not doing the work on a day-to-day basis. And it comes up with how to deposit the funds correctly into your account. Seems pretty basic. Seems something that you kind of want to be on top of, right? So, but it can get a little confusing. So wanted to walk through in QuickBooks Online the proper way to do that and a couple of different options that you have and the right way to go about it so that your books stay accurate and you can reconcile your bank accounts and all that kind of good stuff. So it's a good thing when somebody sends you money, right? That's what you want. You want people to pay you for your services. So when you receive the check or cash, however you're getting paid, but let's just, for the sake of this podcast, let's just say somebody's giving you checks, okay? So somebody gives you a check, you go into QuickBooks Online, you receive that payment, you pull up the customer, you find the invoice they're paying, and you fill in all the information. One of the boxes there that you have to fill out is where are you depositing those funds, okay? And you want to make sure you got a whole drop-down menu there. There's a line item there called undeposited funds. That's what you want to deposit into. Now, why would you do that as opposed to just choosing your bank account? Here's why. You could do both, but here's why a lot of times you want to use undeposited funds. So say somebody gave you, multiple people gave you checks. You didn't get paid from one client. You got paid from three clients today, but you intend on depositing all three of those checks together. If you receive each individual payment, when you go into these clients and you post each individual check directly to their the bank account instead, and then when you make the deposit, you deposit all three checks together, when it comes through on your bank feed, those transactions are not going to reconcile with each other. You're going to show on your bank statement that you deposited three checks individually to Frank's Construction Company, Molly's Bakery, and uh, I don't know, Dan's Bookkeeping Company. You receive payments from three companies. Those are going to show up as three separate transactions on your register. But then what you're also going to have is a separate deposit of the total amount of those three checks. And those two... Th- Those four transactions are never going to reconcile with each other if when you receive the payment, you mark that you were posting the funds directly to the bank account. Instead, what you want to do when you're receiving those payments, you want to post them to your undeposited funds account. It's basically like a holding account. The money just goes there. It's it's considered an asset. It's sitting there and it's waiting for you to then put the money someplace else. So you're showing in your books that you receive the money. So you're clearing your invoice. You're clearing it on the date that you receive the check. But depending on when you actually put the money into your bank account is when you want to actually record the transaction of depositing the money. So after however many checks you get in on any particular day, 
one, 10, 20, however good a day you had, however many checks you got in the mail, receive all those payments, deposit them all to your undeposited funds account. Then when you create a new bank deposit, all the deposits that you've made into your undeposited funds are sitting there waiting for you to apply them to a deposit. Then you can select however many checks you're depositing in one invoice, select them all, and then deposit them into your bank account. So what will happen is they'll go through as one transaction. And then when it, the deposit clears from your bank account and comes into your bank feed, it'll match up with that deposit. And that's how you can keep things clear. Because what can happen, what we've seen happen multiple times, is that your income can get really thrown off. You can show that you're basically double booking your invoices. You're double booking your income if you don't do it properly, especially if you're making, again, deposits with multiple checks. Now, if you only ever get paid one check at a time and you deposit one check at a time, then there's nothing wrong with receiving the payment, posting it to your bank account, and then making that deposit. But it always has to be one for one. If it's ever more than that, you're gonna throw things off. You're creating a reconciling nightmare for yourself or for us if you call us, which we're happy to work on. Gina loves these kind of puzzles. And you're throwing off all of your financial statements. You're throwing off your balance sheet. You're throwing off your P&L. You are throwing off all sorts of stuff that can end up having a big impact. You know, we've had people that we've gone back and cleaned up past years where they ended up paying too much in taxes because they represented way too much income than they actually got. They weren't reconciling their bank accounts every month. So they weren't actually catching any of these errors. They were just entering all these payments into QuickBooks. And then when it came time to file tax season, they were printing off a P&L, printing off balance sheets, you know, all the reports that you need. And that's what they were reporting as their income when it wasn't accurate. So you don't want to do that. You don't want to pay any more taxes than you have to. You want to keep your books as clean as possible. You want to be as accurate as possible. And one of the ways to do that is to make sure that you are depositing your funds correctly. I know it sounds kind of basic and kind of simple because it is. It's one of those steps that's really easy to take. It's also one of those steps that's really easy to miss. And if you do, it has big consequences. So if you have any questions about it, again, this is the stuff that we love talking about. Myself, Gina, Carrie Ann, we love it. Call us, talk to us about it. Let us help you with it. It's built right into QuickBooks for you to use. Use it. It's there. Keep your books straight. So that's it. That's really all I wanted to cover today. A little technical information. Um, again, all these little things I like to just throw out every once in a while. I know it's not the most, I guess, exciting podcast to listen to. I'm not ranting about the Yankees. I'm not retelling any of my ice cream binging stories or anything else like that, but it's important information. So that's what I want to share with you guys. Sometimes try to mix it up a little bit, some personal stories, some technical information, and today's technical, and it's all about getting paid. So that's a good thing. We love talking about getting paid. All right. So that's it. Let's get into our Wednesday. All right. Let's get out there. Let's go pay the rent on our success. Let's keep asking ourselves that question. How would the person I want to be handle the thing I'm about to do? Keep putting ourselves in that forward thinking mindset. Keep pulling ourselves forward towards our goals. Understand there's things that are going to happen today that you don't want to deal with. Things are going to happen today that I don't want to deal with, but it's all going to be okay. We're going to figure it out. It's going to be fine. So remember that. Be kind to yourself. Let's limit that negative self-talk. Let's just be easy on each other, okay? At the end of the day, we'll go over everything that happened. Let's make adjustments where we need to, but let's make sure we're seeking out and celebrating our successes. Like I say, there are successes in every single day. So let's make sure that we're finding them and celebrating them because we deserve them. Go check out the website, bcbousa.com. That's where you can get all the good, good and 
again, let's end on a little positive note. The week is rough. The week is busy. It's going to try to beat us down a little bit. The more positive we are about it, the more of a good attitude we have about it, the better we're going to make it through all of it. So let's be good today. Let's go put some good out into the world. We will get good back. Be good to the people around you. Be good to the people you work with. It all comes around. It all comes back to you. That's the formula. Good out. Good back. Let's go have a great Wednesday, people. I'm excited about it. There's a lot of stuff to get done. I can't wait to get into it. I hope everybody feels the same way. Remember, we get to go to work today. We get to work on our visions. We get to work on our goals. Let's seek out and take advantage of the opportunities that present themselves to us. Have yourself an awesome Wednesday. Thank you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow. Have a great day. Bye.